Hey, what's up? It's a little late here in South Africa, but I was thinking about this uh, topic and I had to make this video on men and failure. I think there's a lot of misconceptions around, I think most people don't understand how failure relates to masculinity. And you've probably heard statistics of you know how, how many young men are committing suicide these days and depression and things. And I think this is all related. I think even on a less dramatic side of things in relationships, uh, guys who are not making the cut with women or getting rejected or getting dumped or, 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 I mean, I coach a lot of men on psychogenic sexual dysfunctions. This all ties together. And the reason why I thought about this is that I've been, uh, I've been talking relationships with some female friends and female clients, and I've been hearing some of the same things over and over again, um, where uh, basically a, a woman is in, in some sort of relationship with a guy. She wants the guy to do well, and she wants to like the guy, but for whatever reason, despite his best intentions, he doesn't make the cut. And you know he, he disappoints her in some way, or he doesn't uh, perform uh, to the to the to what would have her feel good. And I and I think a lot of women are troubled by this um, because they I mean most women don't want men to fail. I mean there are obviously like misandrous w women out there, but um, I'm actually going to use an example from sexuality because I think this is where it's most obvious. There you may have heard the statistic. I think Get Roman the Viagra distribution uh, startup uh, quotes that one in four male millennials experience some sort of psychogenic sexual dysfunction, which is really high when you think about it. And I coach a lot of these men. I have conversations with these guys a lot. I even, I've had this experience myself quite a bit. It's kind of why I'm in this field right now. And um, one thing that I've, I've been asked a lot by women is, how do I support a man in this situation? Because, you know, a lot of women want the guy to have a good time and also perform and please her. Everyone wants to have a good sexual experience. What I'm going to share, the principle I'm going to share, I think relate to many things outside of the bedroom in relationship, but also in the male experience in general. But I think in sex, there's so much um, emotional, uh, so much of male self-esteem is tied to sex and sex is kind of like a crude, obvious example that we can um, use. So this, as I've experienced this myself too, where I've, when I've been having trouble getting aroused or something related to performance and I'm getting in my head and I want to please her and all this stuff. I've been fortunate to have uh, women in my life who want to support and want to know what they can do. And I think what most people, most women will come to immediately when they try to be helpful is to like reassure or um, tell you it's okay or, or like something, you know, somehow, somehow pad your ego. And that seems like an obvious thing. I mean, everyone, I think from the outside and by outside, I mean, women viewing the male ego maybe see it so so fragile and that's the case sometimes but for most guys that doesn't help because even if he takes it at face value he doesn't get the opportunity to find his own internal fortitude find his own masculinity or his own uh, set of feelings and i think in sex this happens a lot when when a guy's having a sex psychogenic sexual problem it's almost always because like some part of his emotional self, some part of his unconscious, some of, some part of his being kind of got like stuck or like maybe insecurity blocked it and it's now coming out in the bedroom. Uh, I'll make another video on how your emotions affect uh, sexual sensation, but I'm using this as an example. The best thing a woman, I, this is what I tell women, the best thing you can do uh, for a guy who's in, in this situation is not to reassure him because Either you're going to pat his ego in a way that never gives him an opportunity to grow um, and slash or he's going to know that you're not in a surrendered state and he's not going to have room to find his own masculinity. Like that sexual polarity won't exist if you're trying to coddle him. A common complaint from women uh, 
in relationship is that they end up being a therapist for their insecure guy. It happens a lot. This is not good for anybody. You're actually, I mean, if you're a woman dating a man, you're at, not only are you probably inconveniencing and irritating yourself in the long run, maybe in the short run too, you're actually not helping the guy because what men need is to overcome their challenges themselves. This can be misconstrued because I think, uh, you know, there's the 1950s idea of masculinity where like guys have to be tough and stuff. But there is some tradition, there is some virtue in that traditional I- ideal. It's not that men should be numbed out and always perfect all the time. But men, boys, need to learn how to overcome their own challenges themselves. Otherwise, they never feel like themselves. So, like, you know, I- I've had this experience where, like, um, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm getting insecure in bed, for instance, and I'm losing my erection, for example. And uh, my partner is trying to reassure me. I don't get the opportunity to like be in my masculine if I'm being reassured. Um, the best thing in that situation is for the woman to sink into her feminine state, her receptive state, do her best to like just enjoy herself and be herself, not try to fix anything on the outside. And that's the best chance um, in that situation for the man to, you know, have the space to come up with his own internal fortitude, his own masculinity, and then everyone is happy. Like he gets to grow into himself. She doesn't have to fix him, and then she gets to be feminine, he gets to be masculine, they get to have this great experience. Outside the bedroom, I mean, like, that is actually a solution to uh, many psychogenic sexual issues for men. Um, outside of the bedroom, also the case, like, uh, you know, if, if, if you're dating a man and he's disappointing you in some part of the relationship, yes, obviously you should talk about it, but if you try to fix things for him to prevent him the opportunity to fail, He's never going to have the opportunity to succeed. And even if you brush it under the rug, he's not going to feel good. And when a lot of guys don't feel good, they end up, if they're insecure and unaware of themselves, end up um, externalizing their pain and doing douchey behavior because they're hurt and they're not getting the opportunity to feel themselves. So the, the, the most important thing, and I think this is for men, obviously, as well, is that in order to grow, in order to develop your self-esteem and find your own authentic expression of masculinity, your own power in relationships, in life, whatever, you have to put yourself in situations where you have the opportunity to fail. Doesn't mean you need to do the hardest thing all the time, or like put your. You don't have to always be struggling or grinding. I mean, there's a time for that, but like I think a lot of people, men as men, also women, are overly stressed because they're you know, corporate. The corporate world is stressing people in a very unnatural way. But in your personal life, you have to, as a man, you have to put yourself in opportunities to fail. Because if you don't, you never have opportunities to win. And if you don't have chances to win, you're never actually going to grow. And the thing is, in relationships too, and this is what got me thinking about it, if, uh, obviously, if there's a chance of winning or losing, or, you know, success or failure, sometimes it's going to be failure. That's going to happen. I mean, if you're actually pushing yourself to the edge and, and you're actually challenging yourself in anything, you know, whether showing up in a relationship or doing something in your business life or, or anything, anything emotionally vulnerable, there's going to always be a chance that you fail and you can't block yourself from that. I mean, this is the obvious participation trophy thing that, you know, people talk about a lot. Without that opportunity to fail, without knowing failure, you're never going to grow. I have a, I have a female friend who's... Um, uh, breaking up with uh, uh, her partner and, you know, they're having a pretty amicable breakup. She means, well, she wants to support him and she wanted to see, like, how can she fix things so he doesn't, uh, he doesn't feel bad as they break up. And I was like, that would be doing him such a disservice because, he, uh, one, for him to grow, he needs to feel his feelings. That's, that's in general. But, like, he has to know 
where he didn't do well. He has to feel the pain of why he disappointed you or lost you, if that's the case. And that's his own, not that he, there's a chance that he won't learn. And there's a chance he'll go MGTOW and hate women. There's a chance for that. But that if, but there's also the only chance he'll have at actually learning from the pain and growing. I mean, when I hear stories from that, from like women talking about guys or my or female clients or relationships I've counseled, um, when I hear the guy's experience, if, if he is not a douchebag, I, my heart breaks. Like, I know what it's like to be the guy that did his best and failed. I mean, it, it makes me so sad. But I, on the other hand, like, the truth is that the, the only way he's going to grow is having the opportunity to experience that pain. The only way he's going to win later is experience the pain of loss and learning from it. Not all guys are going to do that. Some guys are going to get resentful and go MGTOW. But you can't, you can't control that. And, like, I guess I'm saying this for both men and women. For women, if you're, if you if you date men, if you're in relationships with men, whether it's I mean in the bedroom, in relationship, throughout your experiences with men, if you want to connect with them and you want to if you want to bring out if you want to interact with the best parts of men, you have to give them opportunities to win, which also means opportunities to lose. One thing I forgot to say in the breaking up part, I mean the best thing a woman can do for a guy is to tell him the truth, uh, give him. Uh, uh, be there with him, but not try to fix anything. He has to know the truth. He has to feel the pain if he's ever going to grow and develop into a stronger guy. He doesn't have because if he doesn't experience that, he doesn't have the opportunity for that. He's just going to recreate the same problem in the next relationship. I was uh, in this tantra workshop uh, a few months ago, where there's this guy is a co-ed co-ed men and women in the workshop, and there's one guy who, um, for whatever reason, creeped out all the women. And a lot of the guys, like, you know, we kind of felt sorry for him because he didn't seem like a bad guy, but, like, we all kind of felt uncomfortable. I tried talking to him. It was, like, weird um, for many reasons. But on one of the workshop days, he broke down crying, and he said he was being very vulnerable in a brave way. And he was saying, like, I try so hard to be a guy, be a man that women would find attractive and want to connect with. And women always reject me, and women always leave me, but they never tell me why. And that hurts even worse. I just want to know what I'm doing wrong. And like, to finish that, if you're a woman who dates men, that's the best gift you can give a man is to give him the truth. It's going to hurt, but he has to know that. And now if you're a man, if you're not always going to get the truth because people want to, the participation trophy culture that has permeated our society is going to make you want to, it's going to try to make you want to feel good. And like people are avoiding discomfort all the time. If you want to grow as a man, you have to seek out the painful truths and know and like ground it. And like maybe you get triggered, but who cares? You have to like feel what's real for you and give yourself the opportunity to grow. Final thought is I think a lot of people in discussing masculinity and masculine vulnerability don't get that it's different than vulnerability for women. I mean, I've female friends who run women's circles and they have to like, you know, there's a lot of talking and sharing and like, I'm here, you know, the caricature is I'm here if you need to talk. Rick and Morty uh, had a thing on it. Um, but masculine vulnerability is a little different. I mean, there's an op there's a place for, you know, listening and being heard and being felt and empathy and all that's super important. But challenge is also important. And like, the most vulnerable thing a guy can do is a situation where he has to dig deep and, and find that internal fortitude, whether it's a challenge in work, relationships, or whatever. So I have some other things to say on that, but I'm going to end this year. Men need to experience failure. 
If you're a man, you need to seek out opportunities where you can succeed or fail. And that's the only way you're going to develop self-esteem. The only way you're going to develop courage and grow is into the person you want to be. A powerful dude, probably.